0: This Big 16 edition of the Big 12 College Experience on the Sports Game Week Podcast Network is brought to you by Patreon. Score-exclusive perks, content, and contests, including our NFL Win Totals contest with a $1,000 free prize. Join today at com slash Patreon. back to the Big 12 college experience, or should I say the Big 16 college experience soon to be in 2024. Uh, I am your host, Moneyline Mac, A- Mac, a.k.a. the former, former video coordinator for Bob Huggins and Frank Martin. And I am joined each and every week on the Big 12 college experience. He was born, first up, he was born in Provo, Utah. He has family ties in Ames, Iowa. And he lives in Morgantown, West Virginia. Hey, he knows a couple
1: of you Utah Utes out there. He is rambling, Rush. What's up, Rush? Dude, it's, uh, it's, it's raining outside in Morgantown. I guess the pe- tears from the Pac-12 have finally reached it over here on the East Coast. But, hey, something funny, too, is my dad grew up in Lake Havasu, Arizona, and knows all about Arizona, Arizona State. So going to start having to add that one to the list next year. Yes, yes, we will have to touch
0: on those Arizona schools and the Utah Utes and the Colorado Buffaloes. But before we do that, we got to introduce our guy batting in the three-hole. He's got family ties everywhere in the Big 12. He's always battling a civil war among his family. He's got family ties in Oklahoma, Texas. I don't even know if he's got family ties in Arizona, but he may soon. And he's got his seed spread in Orlando and Cincinnati. He is the Big 12 guru, Troy Tuning. What's up, man? How are you?
2: I uh, definitely excited about the Arizona women. Both Arizona and Arizona State <laughs> has some good looking women out there, baby. Mm. Uh, man, it's, it's. I mean, it is going to be the Pack Two, huh? No, what no. Is, is Oregon State's going to get welcomed to the Mountain West with open arms. Uh, I mean, once they use their eligibility, it may be like a free free bid next year, only having to beat three or four teams. <laughs>
0: I, I man i thought about it the other day i was like i kind of wish oregon state was coming in instead of arizona state hey you know what i know arizona state doesn't want to come to morgantown but you know we'll gladly go into arizona state tempe i'd love to go to tempe so i mean it could go both ways but i understand why arizona state might not want to come to morgantown to take a two touchdown ass whipping or 20 point beatdown in basketball but hey no hard feelings you're always welcome uh Believe it or not we have a lot in common. We like to get after, it we like to party and so do you. So don't act like you're
1: <laughs> the Stanford or Cal of the fucking uh West Coast. Rush, what do you got to say about that? I mean, Tempe's just the desert Morgantown. It's it's like uh, do you know what it is? It's like when you know a person that's a lot like you and you can't have that same type of person in a friend group because and so you don't yeah. like each other, but you're the same person. That's the, just what uh, that
2: is. The only difference is Tempe has actual like in ground hot tubs. And in Morgantown, they're just in the bed of the pickup truck with like a tarp.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Both carry plenty
1: of diseases too. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: And, and, and here's what we'll do. We'll pretend like you didn't say it. We'll just say, Hey, this is your mulligan. And this goes for not only Arizona state, Utah, you better stop your shit too. You're not coming in and dominating this league. You're not playing soft ass UCLA and USC anymore. You're playing guys that actually are good in the trenches now, not this powder puff uh West Coast football anymore. So what do you guys think? What are Rush, what are your thoughts outside of a couple of the comments? I I don't know. It kind of mm-hmm. feels like Arizona and State and Utah feel like they were dragged. I mean, they talked about this 23rd uh century t- TV deal. Hey, we're still we're we're still in the 21st century, so uh you guys are getting a little bit ahead of your time.
1: Yeah, they're you know what do they reality. Say? De- denial is part of the grief process, but hey yeah. it happens here here's the thing coming from I actually reached out to my dad on this one being the you know him going to BYU and being part of there you know during the Lavelle Edwards days and everything like that. The thing about it is During those Lavelle Edwards days, the historic battle between BYU and Utah, they would get their ass kicked. What was it like 26 to 13, like in Mm -hmm. terms of wins and losses? Like Lavelle Edwards dominated them. They won a national championship in 84. You know, they the way they would do, um, I know voting was different then with APs and stuff there, but even Colby said this there's controversy that they might could have been, what was it, 80 and 96 national champions too. And then you bring it more kind of to today's and, you know, Utah's been a little more relevant than BYU has in modern times. And I guess it's one of those things where Utah fans forgot that they got their ass kicked for so long. And especially they went to the Pac-12 and BYU went independent. So there wasn't as much of that clash there. Um, but it, well, welcome back to being in the same division. BYU is, is they're going to be kicking ass again. I'll, t- I'll tell you that right now. So Utah, you better you better watch out. Your shit does stink and uh BYU's coming for you. I think the uh
2: I think a lot of the comments have more to do with the fact that they're all looking for real rivals. Like there's no, I mean BYU and Utah is a is obviously it exists, but Arizona and Arizona State, even that itself isn't that big of a, you know, a football or basketball rivalry. At least recently it hasn't been that that tough. They're looking for teams that, you know, they might be able to get into a spitting match with and I mean, bring it on, especially in basketball. Bring it on, baby. I mean, I know I saw Noah talking about a lot of the new teams that have just joined the league are going to get kind of thumped on the court. (laughs) Yeah, and we'll we'll touch on
0: how all this impacts basketball uh, down the road in this episode. We're going to start with football, then work our way over to basketball. Uh, Yeah, no, I'm – you know, they kind of – what's – they've kind of taken the spotlight away from UCF because UCF came in running their mouth chirping a little bit with the central Florida, very, very golden Knights. All of a sudden now Utah and Arizona state, uh, have moved on. And yes, shout out to the chat. Noah, I am at the beach for a second straight week. Uh, I've been drinking Miller lights all day. I've already, I've already had about 10 of them. So having a good day, but Hey, you know what? No days off over here because I got to, bring you guys the Big 12 content because we are brought to you by the Sports Gambling Podcast Patreon. And it's a perfect place for a diehard DGEN. Sign up for the Patreon to get access to exclusive contests, including the NFL win totals with our $1,000 first place free prize. Plus a monthly SGPN Stories podcast and ad-free uncensored chill, highlighting the best stories from decades of being DGENs. There's even a Discord channel for all you Patrons out there, the Sports Gambling podcast has and will always give out free picks. That's to repeat, free picks. We're not hacking you saying, give me your credit card information, your social security number. No, free picks and winners only. That is the com slash Patreon. sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. So, yeah, no, back to Noah's comment about me getting some sunny. Hey, man, I've been playing a lot of golf here uh, leading up. The calm before the storm, eight months of football and basketball. You know, I'm getting ready to go out to Tempe and uh, Tucson, man. I, I'm getting, getting my golf game right. So, yeah, I can't wait to get out there to Arizona. Even though they don't want to come to Borgatown, I'm going to come out and see them. So they can't hide from me for long. <laughs> um, let, so let's, let's go into it. So Friday after, of course, right after we get done with the episode, we did our Pac-12 funeral. Go check out that episode where we uh, put the final nail in the coffin of that soft-ass Pac-12 league that has just uh, completely put sports aside outside of the Olympic sports recently. The Big 12 officially announced starting in 2024, early August, that Utah, Arizona State, and Arizona will become the uh, 14th, 15th, and 16th members of the Big 12. So, yes, you heard that right, 16 members. Texas and Oklahoma are on the way out. This year we do have 14, so 14 minus 2, 12, 4, plus 4, gets you to 16. Uh, Rush, what do you think of this sweet 16, gigantic 16, big 16, whatever whatever you want to call this league? What's your thoughts on this league from a football standpoint going forward?
1: Dude, I, I like it, and I'm all for it. I'm all for it in the sense that it eliminates the league, and I guess we've already gone into this on a Friday episode. But being growing up the BYU fan, it does hit me a little personally, uh, even though I am a West Virginia fan now, to get kind of that old whack together, the Western Athletic Conference. Because I will say, I mean, I know not so much in modern times, but those BYU, Utah, Arizona, Arizona, SIG, I mean, those games were, there are some historic games there. And, and to kind of be able to at least have an opportunity to bring those back I I'm, I'm excited to see what, what can be done. I know there's talks about what's this league going to be called? How many teams are we going to get up to in this league? Cause we're definitely all agree here. Now, now my West Virginia fandom needs to be completing. Let's get some Eastern expansion because we know the next coastal conference is about to fail. Uh, but, mm-hmm. but in the meantime, I, I know not everyone's on this. I'm, I'm a pod system guy. I would love four 14 pods. And I know some people say, Hey, uh, makes it too NFL-like, but hey, that's kind of where we're headed, where we're getting amateur sports is now kind of a professional league. So I think it would be great to, to to pod, because then you could still make sure that you're getting those regional battles, but then your pod plays this pod in it, but then you're able to play in different locations at different times too. So it, it spreads it out more. So I'm team pod. I know some people might be team north-south east west etc but I'm, I'm i'm going for the four by four
0: i think colby just uh tried to remove you from the stream yeah just kidding <laughs> uh troy what troy what are your thoughts
2: on the big 16 gigantic 16 i mean uh, going forward utah obviously has the the class football program that you're bringing in especially recently but besides that, I'm kind of excited to see what this money influx is going to do for schools like Arizona and Arizona State that probably had a plan based on what they were being told by the Pac-12. We're going to have all this cash that we're going to be rolling in, and they might be able to you know, just roll right into that now. It's it's just going to be – I mean, Utah, again, it's, it's, it's a little bit different than UCF, but every week being a grind is not something that they're super used to. And we'll see how they do this year.
0: Yeah, I, I it's, it's really going to be interesting. Obviously, Utah has had the most success under Kyle Winningham recently, but you make a good point. Arizona was good under our guy Rich Rod, for a couple years, uh, kind of around that uh, twenty early twenty ten era. Arizona State, I know, I came out throwing haymakers at him because of the well, they started those it were, <laughs> those ridiculous comments, but. I feel like Arizona does have potential because they always seem to have talent on the field, on the court. They just are na- never able to put it together. They're honestly kind of a reflection of their university. They just like to have a good time, make it look good, and they just don't win enough games. But maybe the Big 12 brand could take it to another uh, level. Shout out to the chat. Lane Elliott's in there, too, talking about the Big 16. Rush as the sexy 16. And hey, That's not a bad uh, nah, if idea. We-
2: if they add four more teams, we can be the truck stop 20, baby. The four, yeah. <laughs> four pods, the 420. The 420, yeah. Four,
0: yeah. There you go. So, so let me ask you this, Rush. You're, you're yeah. a BYU guy. Are you siding with the old eight or the new eight? So the old eight meaning Baylor, Iowa State, Kansas, Kansas State, Oklahoma State, TCU, Texas Tech, West Virginia, and then the new eight. I'm not naming all of them because they just joined in the last year or two, uh, next year. Like, what do you mean by siding with them? Which
1: side do you think will be the better football side going forward? Oh, well, you're still going to have the, the, the original eight be the better side. I think, actually, here's the question that we need to start asking ourselves, right? On paper, when we go into every season on paper, right? It's always Texas and Oklahoma State on top now whether that really happens or not, it's a whole nother thing. And we'll get to that at another time. But the question is going to be moving forward in this conference, who's now going to be, is there going to be kind of that constant number one, two, three, that people think, or is every year just going to be different? That is it going to be pure parody is TCU, Kansas state Baylor, the new top three, or, or, you know, or maybe another team comes in and, and, and causes trouble. I, I'm going to say because of, of how much longer that they've been in here, I still believe that the Big 12 is a Midwestern league because even if you look at it of a sense, if we have some Eastern teams now, we have some Western teams now, they still meet in the middle in the Big 12 where where these teams are. Um, time will tell to see what it takes for those other eight schools or, hey, even beyond eight at this point to kind of catch up and really find the identity of this conference but, but I do I do believe, especially with Texas, um, the state of Texas, uh, that, that the original eight are still going to have the football advantage.
2: Yeah, I think you're going to see, especially early on the first few years, you're going to see the original eight teams have that mindset of, you know, if you lose a close game in one week, you can't take that to the next week. You've got to move mm-hmm. on, especially in a league that now nine – Wins might get you into the championship game Mm -hmm. or something like that. You know, you could you could you could lose a game you're not supposed to lose and still get everything put back together. And the way we're expanding, you know, it is a lot more like the NFL where it's not an elimination game throughout the year that just immediately disqualifies you from being able to play for a national title. You're going to have to turn it around right away. And I think the original teams are a little bit more used to that already. I agree. I I think. The TCUs,
0: the Baylors, Oklahoma State, Kansas State, mainly those four because they've been better in the last 10 to 15 years than the other four members. I think West Virginia, not just because I'm a West Virginia guy, is a wild card. They are the uh, all-time winningest program in the Big 12, the new Big 12 when you take out Texas, Oklahoma. They can get the right guy there, get that thing turned around, especially with the improvements in the NIL collective. I think that's a sleeping giant in this league. Um, but I, I think those Texas and Oklahoma schools are really in a good position. Now The Texas and Oklahoma are out of there, and they're the premier schools uh, in Texas in the Big 12 now.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's just where – ask yourself, where are the college football recruits coming from? California, Texas, and Florida. So maybe that gives Central Florida a little bit of an edge there. But in terms of where is this going to benefit from the start, it's it's going to be the schools that are closer to those areas. Now so,
2: the- I want to say the team that I'm worried about that I don't I don't know if they realize what they were getting themselves into with all of these additional teams joining as quickly as they did is Cincinnati. I don't know if they've got the caliber of I mean, even just five or six years ago, the football and basketball program caliber for Cincinnati would have fit in right away. Now they're going to have to battle and they might have been thinking they were in the cellar of, you know, 12 or 14 teams. And now it's going to be 16, maybe 18, maybe 20 teams. It might
1: be rough for them. And we talked about it on their preview. They – well, at least we believe here that they don't have the right people um, with Satterfield uh, at the helm. So, obviously, not getting off to a great start doesn't do anything for you.
0: Yeah, I'm interested to see what happens with Cincinnati. Like you said, I I don't – I'm not that high on Cincinnati with with the higher Satterfield. I think Wes Miller's good on the basketball side of things, but that's still be determined. I mean, he hasn't made it to the NCAA tournament headed into a big year number three. And speaking of basketball, on the other side of this, we will talk about, it's not just going to be the big 16, I, I, I think. I think I'm going to tease it. I think there might be a 17th and 18th, but I will touch on that after this break because we are brought to you by the Underdog Fantasy. The NFL season is right around the corner, and Underdog Pick'em is a great way to get down on the NFL player props and available in tons of markets. Plus, plenty of opportunities to win their daily MLB contests. And, of course, make sure you enter the best ball mania where first place gets $3 million. Head over to underdogfantasy.com. Use the promo code SGPN for a 100% deposit up to $100. That's underdogfantasy.com. Promo code SGPN. And we're back on the Big 12 slash 16 college experience. We we might have to rename the show here because we may have a 17th and 18th member. Uh, so after the show, the common theme here, we record, <laughs> we 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 shit on the Pac-12, we 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 put the nail in the coffin, Pac-12's done, we get the three new members, we're up to 16, and then a report comes out from, I think it was 24-7, that Brett Yormark is looking into getting an exception to add a 17th and 18th. And those two members would most likely be a all basketball school um, or sorry, not all basketball, an only basketball edition. And the two primary candidates, ironically, are going to be UConn and Gonzaga, I think. I think we all agree on that. Rush, will the rich get richer here in this uh, juggernaut of a basketball league already?
1: You might as well, hey. If if you're gonna, you know, want to compete with these other conferences, you might as well have the best basketball conference. You know how much March Madness pays now. There's also a reason why I threw on the Patriots shirt today. Uh, for this is, and I wasn't as I know a lot of people did not want UConn football part of this league. Uh, it was kind of interesting that Kansas fans didn't want that, even though that's basically what Kansas <laughs> has been before last year. But yeah, you know, I guess they also had 08 when they beat Tech. But you know, we'll 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 let them have it. Uh, but I will definitely take take some UConn basketball, add a national championship to the Big Twelve. Um, I think, it, and you know, it opens up the New York market. And I think something that's kind of misunderstood on our show, I know something you've been uh, promoting a lot, Ryan, is taking the Big Twelve uh, basketball championship to a Madison Square Garden or Barclays Center somewhere in New York. And I think the thing about it is, it's when the way we're talking about it, it's not a permanent fix, is I actually think of anything if you're going to make this big 12 or whatever it's going to be called, such a national brand, hell, making an international brand when bringing Mexico in is you rotate that thing, you put it in New York, you put it yep. in in Vegas, you put it in Denver. Hey, still keep it in Kansas city. You know, I, I get it. It's, it's, it's a local thing. It, it's annoying as West Virginia fans. We've been burnt there by playing Kansas in the big 12 championship a couple times and it's a home game for them, but it's also, I get it. It's kind of where it started. It's you can put that in the rotation, but Hey, next thing you know, you're getting, you know, it just only expands the amount of recruits that will be interested in your conference especially us being more personal on the West Virginia side of things, especially when the ACC comes to fold here and we're adding tech, we're adding Pitt, we're adding Louisville. And, you know, next thing you know, we're kind of the center of this is is bringing on a UConn is perfect. And then think about it, completing with Gonzaga, on the other hand, them, BYU have been in some great, some great games out in the uh, Western um, the Western Conference, pardon me, Um I just think this is a no-brainer, especially if you can find the money for it. Why not? You're going to have – if you're able to add UConn and
2: Gonzaga, you're going to have six of the top eight seeds in college basketball be from one conference. Maybe six of like the top ten or something like that. They're all going to be – I mean, you're liable to have three number one seeds. It's going to be crazy. there's also going to be a chance football well yeah but there's going to be a chance that like a a 14 lost big 12 team makes it to the national championship and it's not shocking to anybody they just you know competed with all of these other really damn good teams all year long it's going to be nuts Uh, the basketball is obviously what we're looking forward to the most even even with football coming up right here just the, the 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 team mashup it's going to be hard to pick any away teams in any basketball matchup this throughout this whole league, especially at the top in the top half and all that.
0: And I I think it should be noted. Um,
2: so I, I've
0: seen a comparison. You potentially add UConn and Gonzaga. You turn into the sec of football to a certain extent. Here's the difference sec football. Yes. Very top dominant, but you have the Vanderbilts in the basement. You don't have that in the Big Twelve. Eh, All Arizona the new members they were—they were NCAA tournament team last year.
1: I know. I just—I they're not going to get the same. They yes, they I are, get what you're Bobby saying with Bobby
0: Hurley. Like that is not an, a Vanderbilt bad. That like or Colorado? Vanderbilt,
1: Maybe Colorado should be the more.
0: Colorado was a top seventy-five team too last year. They were a top four Pac-12 team. That's what I'm saying. All. 16 teams currently if you look at the net rankings Ken on whatever metric you want to use are all in the top 80 in college basketball and then you obviously uconn and gonzaga fit that bill too because uh uconn won the national championship gonzaga's a one seed every year there's no there's no weak team in this in this league
1: i guess what i'm saying here with the arizona state point is what they were they were first four team right
0: this past uh, yes, year but, they were a first uh, four
1: team but the the problem is with and then Arizona's- they won and almost beat tcu yes yes but they had a putting the tournament to the side because that's absolute chaos that's just chaos and that doesn't always play like the big 12 was the best league last year but it didn't reflect in the tournament right there's the regular season and then there's the march madness side of things but what i'm saying is the the ease of a like an Arizona State or a Colorado playing in the Pac 12 for basketball. Now they got to play the can, like now they got to play a tougher opponent. So you could see a little more of that separation where they became. I, I am with you. I 100% agree. It's not. What's great about the big 12 we've talked about it it's the the conference of the middle class parody any week any team can be any team any week out it's not like you're playing Alabama versus Vanderbilt I do agree with you there but I do think you're going to start you will see a little separation that you didn't see as well that when they were in the pack and I'm using Arizona State as the example and it, I mean it does go to note there would uh,
2: I, I think it it shows the best in teams like Oklahoma State and Kansas State. That are going to be preseason, you know, in basketball, they will be what, three, two, three, four, something like that this coming year. You add all of these other teams, you're going to have teams like Kansas State that are preseason like fifth or seventh in this league that are going to be like an elite eight challenging team on a regular basis.
0: Yeah. And and to look back on just what Arizona state's been heavily. I mean, they made the tournament four times in the last six years under Bobby Hurley and then Colorado under tab Boyle. They've always been a consistent 19 to 22 win team. They're going to remind me, they're going to take a step back like Oklahoma has done where Oklahoma is not a bad team. They could beat a team like Alabama who's the top of their league uh, by 25, 30 points on a given night, just like they did this year. It, it, it's, There's no off nights in this league. I say it over and over again. Um, But I want to touch on what it could mean for UConn coming to this league and what you said, Rush, in terms of the Kansas fans don't like it. Obviously, Kansas fans don't like the idea of the tournament not being in Kansas City. (laughs) You're located less than an hour from the tournament. I get it. It's a home game for you. It's an advantage whether you want to admit it or not. But when you bring a UConn in, you're opening up the Garden or Barclays. You take your pick. When you bring Gonzaga in, you're opening up Vegas. That's where the WCC tournament is. That's where, uh, where UConn's tournament is, the Big East tournament. That is going to happen, whether Kansas fans wa- want to keep their blinders on and just be naive to what what the future is. If we haven't learned anything during this, follow the money. Where is there more money? New York City and Las Vegas. It's not staying in Kansas City every single year, and I'm with you, Rush. I want it in Kansas City as a primary spot. That's the center location of the Big Twelve. The history's there. But also you have so many teams in the eastern time zone now and mm-hmm. in the West. You gotta rotate it to New York and, and Vegas. I, I know yeah. Kansas fans don't want to hear. I really don't care. Um, but that's just the reality. And, and they can either accept it or or just uh act like they're surprised when it happens and say I'm right.
1: Could put it in Denver too, Indianapolis, Chicago. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. You got to think big with this big picture. Yeah, if, yeah.
2: If, if there's one overarching theme, it's that none of the rivalries matter when you see that cash on the table. And everybody's already established that they don't give a flying fuck about any kind of a tradition or a rivalry. That money is all that's going to fuel you in the future. So you might as well just accept that and move along with it.
0: And, and Rush, you made a good point too with the Mexico. He's already given away his hand that he wants to turn this into a global big or uh, national brand with the Big 12 because he wants to separate basketball and football. He's going for the kill. That's that's the quote that everybody's saying about your your mark. Yes, Noah in the chat says Big Ten own Chicago, but they rotate between Chicago and Indy. I could see the Big 12 flexing and saying if you're going to play in Indy one year, they could play in Chicago uh, mm-hmm. that same year it's all about it, i i'm trying to i'm trying to put my thumb on it w- w- what's an equivalent to this like it, it's like war you, you you take it inch by inch you take his own it's like playing risk hey i'm taking this piece of land and i'm going to use this and it's in my arsenal now um, but i yeah i just there's no doubt that he's he's already shown his hand with with the big 12 mexico the summer camps in New York City. I mean, you don't just send Scott Drew, Mike Boyden, Jerome Tang, who are all outside of Scott Drew, New York City guys, to new to Rucker Park to play to play camp uh for a couple weeks. You don't just do that for fun.
1: No, you don't. You 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 have a plan, you feel it out. I will say the Mexico thing is something I'm still a little uh on, but I'm hey, I'm you. not a I'm not leading a uh the big 12 and and but i don't know what you necessarily get out of that like i'd rather put more efforts towards like a chicago or an indianapolis or hey even a salt lake city or phoenix hey, make this a you know every every Team in the Big 12, their local big city, it's let's let's get a rotation here. So, yeah, we get Kansas City, but next year it's, you know, where BYU and Utah are in Salt Lake, and then it's in Phoenix, and then it's Could in Denver. And the then
2: on the pods.
1: Yeah, exactly. You, you can do that too. So, Mexico, we'll see how that one comes to form. I I, I don't get that one as well, but I, I'm with you. It's the, the next big thing is the next couple things are one is how many teams we're going to be at. To changing the name of the conference because I do. I, I the big 12, it needs to stand for something or the big whatever. And I don't know how many states we're at. Maybe we end up at 12. I think it's states. 12. I think it's 12. I don't think we're at 12 yet. Are we? I got, I think it is Next, 12 because I think I saw a tweet that I, I don't know. I got to go back. You on might have old, to add a couple geographical
0: more geographical map. And, and so if we end up at like 12
1: states, one. then yeah, maybe keep it at the big 12, the big 12 states or something. Figure that out. Figure out the format for, um, yeah, Rob. And figure out the format for for how you want these structures. Are we doing divisions? Are we doing pods? How often that goes. And then from there, and then the next step is how do we see the whole let the whole country see this product, especially in basketball, especially what we do best. So those are that's those are the steps right there that need to be taken. And of course, they figure out if this is the 18 next year. And I mean, they've already got
2: regular season games scheduled for Madison. MSG coming up this year, starting right away. So it's not like that's another thing where I think your marks already shown his hand and anyone that doesn't realize what he's doing are just looking, you know, one inch in front of their nose. He, he wants MSG baby. And with this many good teams in a conference, I bet you MSG wants them too.
0: Yeah. And, 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 uh, I, like you said, he's a New York guy. If if you don't see it, you're just never going to see it because you're just you you don't want to see it. Quite frankly, if you don't see that the Big Twelve is going to head up into the Northeast, and that's why he's put such an emphasis on UConn. It'll be interesting, Rush, Do you think he'll end up eventually adding UConn football?
1: Um, I don't know. It's a, it's a weird topic. I don't know. It is a very weird topic. It's it's kind. Here here here's what I'll say is I think. UConn will want to add UConn football. I I think he wants, I think if you can get UConn without UConn football, go for it. Like the more, more power to you. I know UConn's had some all right years. They basically, what we've talked about followed the Kansas trajectory when they were, when they were good back in kind of the late two thousands. I mean, that's about when the time UConn football was doing all right. And they're, they're coming back up. I just, wouldn't you rather have, you know, see what the ACC does first, I think the only chance you add UConn football is if you can't get UConn basketball without UConn football.
2: Yeah. That's the, if you have to add UConn football in order to get their basketball program, you do that. Not even thinking you just go ahead and take that. Yeah. But obviously the, the, the perfect is you get UConn without their football program and maybe, I mean, not to like wish any ill harm, but if there's no football program that we have to worry about, then and just continue moving on at least for the you know the next 5 to 7 year stage.
1: Yeah, like if you're able to get four more teams from the ACC, make this like a 20 league football league and then add like then we're a 24 league basketball league, like we've talked about it before, add like a Creighton in there. Um, you know, great location, Villanova. get the Nebraska, Villanova. like a Villanova, yeah. And of, of course, I'm assuming a Gonzaga and kind of already a thing. Yeah. So that that's that's kind of what I imagine a twenty league football, to, and then a twenty four league twenty four team league basketball.
0: A hundred percent. And Rob makes the point that we were texting about yesterday that the Kansas bashing of UConn football is actually comical. It's, it's like just high the, the Spider Man low. meme. They're just yes. pointing at each <laughs> other.
2: Yeah, it's just the Spider Man meme.
0: No doubt. Like I'm happy that Kansas football with Daniels is headed in the right direction. They got the right coach, Lance Lightpole. Well, let's be honest, it's the same situation at UConn with Jim Mora Jr. They both went six and seven last year, both overachieved six and six, uh, lost their bowl games, and there's some hope coming into the year. But that doesn't mean that you've arrived, Kansas football. Sorry, I hate to break it to you. Um, but hey, uh, so eventually we're talking 24. Do we still all agree when I think it's 2036 whenever that stupid contract with the ACC is up? Are we still looking at four members in the
1: ACC eventually? Yeah, but it's not going to be in 2036. I think we're talking two to three years from now. I, I think I think this Florida State I was just talking that- about
0: the contract. That's the contract, but yeah, no. Go ahead.
1: No, I know what you're saying, but yeah. what I'm saying is it's not going to have to. I don't think it's going to take that long. to. I think this, obviously, you caught the Pac-12 in the last year of their contract, but I don't think you're going to have to wait out the ACC. I think the ACC is already bleeding from inside. And you start. I know Troy jokes about it. You start getting Saudi investments to get Florida State out of there, and then you know that creates something. And then Clemson wants out. Honestly, what you really could do, and they've already talked about it, is if you want to make the ACC bleed, you get enough of um, those teams in there that are tired of subsidizing the other teams, and say, "Hey, we're forming our own conference for a little bit." I mean, that's how you do. It. I mean, it can be yeah. done. You can get out of this, and I don't think it's not going to take till twenty thirty six. ACC is dumb. It's just, can you get this done by what are we in? I don't even know the years. We're twenty three going on twenty four. Can you get this done? Let's say by 27, 28? And you, you yeah, you can't because the
0: uh, the Big Twelve agreement. I think it's two thousand thirty, and that's why he he wants yes. to strengthen basketball so much immediately to position himself where he could brand market basketball differently than football.
1: Yeah, correct. That's- so that's your timeline right there. Get get those four ACC teams maybe a year, a couple years before that next TV deal, or maybe you're able to, to push up the TV deal with the four ACC schools and then really solidify yourself. So there's your timeline for, for poaching the ACC right there. 2030. I really, I mean, it
2: really seemed Clemson to the sec just seems too obvious. Right. Mm -hmm. So like when that, when that domino falls and or the Florida state, whatever they choose to do, the that Saudi conference, is, I mean, it's just <laughs> that conference is just basketball, too. Why doesn't the Big 12 try to add like Wake Forest, Duke, UNC and NC State and be like, you guys are your own pod. We'll meet up in the uh, conference tournament and then make some money in the big in the NCAA.
1: I, I kind of have a hot take about that is I, I know what you're saying, and I think it sounds good in theory. I don't know what Duke and some of these old school ACC teams basketballs even look like. I don't even know if you want to. To Adam is basketball only schools till you figure out what their identity is without Roy Williams you know um K and and Bayheim I get that um uh what's his name the coach at UNC now um
0: Hubert Davis. Davis yeah
1: yeah yes, he went, we're all from Lake Braddock we all went to the same school together yeah Hubert Davis I I know he took them um you know to the final four here uh actually what was the national championship when they lost to Kansas I I I get that that they kind of had that but I mean that was still a K team I don't I think the ACC is I don't think they have their backbone of that old school basketball anymore their football schools want the dip I think they're just going to bleed from inside and go and then we don't even have to worry about this basketball only stuff let's get back to solidifying football what really matters there's a lot of coastal
0: elite ignorance coming from the ACC that reminds me of what just happened with the Pac-12 where they just stay complacency and and just stuck in the old times where I I, I'm with you. I think ultimately they are going to bleed out whether it's to the SEC and Big Ten initially and then the Big 12 will completely raid it and then everybody will blame the Big 12 for ruining the ACC when it really was the SEC and Big Ten that probably took Clemson and Florida State to start the dominoes.
2: See, cause I, I mean, another one is like the big 10 really wants Miami just for that market. And if that, if that yeah. domino falls, that's too big of a, that's too big of a program.
1: No matter how good they've been, it's still Miami. Here, here's another thing that people need to remember is Notre Dame's somewhat contract with the ACC that goes to the big 10 that might, cause that might be easier to do because I know Notre Dame has more flexibility. I don't know the legal details. But that's a blow too that that not enough people are talking about. Everyone's kind of fixated on FSU and Clemson right now. But if the Notre Dame's all of a sudden like, you know what, we're gonna do a 16 contract instead with the Big Ten, and we don't have to travel as much, that's gonna hurt. Yeah, Notre
0: Dame's gonna end up in the Big Ten one day. Oh yeah, they've always been destined to. It's just it's whenever the money gets to the right place with Fox and the networks. I, I'm with Troy. I, I think Miami is going to be a Big Ten team because you look at the geographical landscape of the Big Ten. They got the West Coast. They got the whole Midwest. Obviously, that's where they are supposed to be, the Big Ten. You think of Big Ten, you think of Ohio, Michigan. But they, they haven't tapped into that Southeast. They haven't started fucking with uh, the SEC country. You get a shot to get a Miami and Georgia Tech, I think I think that could happen. Even as bad as Georgia Tech's been, I think Georgia Tech could appeal to the Big Ten because of being in the SEC territories.
1: I, yeah, and obviously what this is all concluding to, and I think this is why I'm actually a pro pod guy, and I get Colby's not, but I think the death of these regional matchups, the way you kind of fix that is having this pod system where you're guaranteed to play these regional matchups every year because conferences aren't defined by borders anymore. So I think that's actually your your solution to it. But um the Notre Dame TV deal, I know they're they're, they're 2025. Been, yeah, it's coming up here, isn't it? Yeah. And I know they've been talking with NBC. I know they want like 75 million from NBC and if I'm NBC I'm like 75 million for one school for your home games, no thank you. But Well the the ironic thing
0: is too. I think the Big 10 is the the sh- the even chair is what 70 maybe i know correct me if i'm wrong in the chat isn't the even share going to be around 70 million per school in the big 10 i get that notre dame it's only home games but we'll see if they do fork over that number um troy you had something
2: i was gonna say it's just trying to think about any positives in the acc and you really just come up with nothing like they're not no there's no rumors of any schools that they're talking to to maybe solidify anything There's no ideas of like, oh yeah, no, we're okay with cutting to X amount of teams here for like a one or two year span and then looking elsewhere. None of that. It's just dead silence and a bunch
1: of rumors that are all very negative. And and Rob, another thing on top of what you're saying here with the $7 billion deal with NBC, don't forget the new CBS afternoon is the Big Ten now. It's not the SEC anymore. That's another thing. Too. So they took something away from the SEC. So Notre uh, Dame's yeah, going to have to jump ship or jump on a ship. On a ship. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's why Brian Kelly left, right? It's you in a, in Him a and his family. Yeah. Exactly. Like <laughs> you're in a situation now where you 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 can't because you're an independent. You can't really like you don't have the advantage of winning your conference and being an automatic bid. You're and no, of, it's, nobody's going to want
2: to take non-con games when they already have a super conference and their nine or 10
1: conference games are going to be rough. Yeah. And that's what they're already talking. The big Ten's talking that they may go to a 10 conference game um, schedule, which they should. And the sec should take note to at least go to nine. Hell, if the big 12 wanted to go to a 10 con, I think they should eliminate the FCS game. Um, or if you want to play an FCS game, it needs to happen in week zero. I also get, those FCS games bring in funding for those FCS schools. So I would say if you're playing an FCS opponent, that's a week zero thing, but I think I think 10 of your 12 I'll say non-FCS games should be in your own conference. You mean you don't want to watch Alabama versus
0: fucking Austin P and uh the week before the Iron Bowl anymore? Yeah,
1: no kidding, right? <laughs> no, I don't.
0: Uh, Noah's Noah's reporting. Noah's got Noah's uh, in the trenches right now with, uh, with with the expansion and the numbers reports out there that the West Coast editions uh, distributions are around eighty billion. I'm not surprised. I, I think I think the Big Ten thing is just going to grow and grow as much as I can't see in the Big Ten. And you know, I I'm just glad that you guys are the one chitting on the ACC. I could take a day off. For, for, from cheating on the ACC for once because fuck the ACC. I can't wait till Pitt is in the Big 12 one day when they come, when they come crawling into West Virginia's league so that we can beat them in every sport, uh, for years to come.
1: And if, if your mark keeps doing this, I'm not saying we'll get to 80 million dollars a year per team, but it'll, you can get to that 50, 60, maybe even touch that 70 if, if this continues the way it's going, especially ACC collapse and, you get those other schools. It'll happen, Troy. You we got
2: something. I was gonna say we can't make too much fun of the Citadel. They did beat South Carolina. They did.
0: <laughs> yeah, may, hey, maybe the Citadel. That'd could, be a uh, tough game for Vanderbilt in the SEC. No doubt. <laughs>
1: Vanderbilt did well <laughs> last year. What were they? Five and seven. Uh, yeah, they they beat Hawaii. Uh, I, thought, I like their coach. Uh, they got the right coach. They got like their Matt Campbell. That'll that'll keep them uh, uh, maybe somewhat stable. So they open up against Hawaii this time, but it's actually in Vanderbilt. I know it's at Something
0: home. Though, I'm not counting on Vanderbilt having back-to-back uh, successful seasons from their stand from their point of view. They still uh, put too much of an emphasis on academics. Ask Stanford how that ended up working out for him? But uh, yeah, hey, uh, before before we get out of here. Uh, Rambling Rush, tell everybody where to find you. By the way, before you do so, uh, Rush, we got Iowa State, Kansas, UCF, and Oklahoma State coming up this week with previews. I'm going to check Twitter. We're all going to check Twitter right before we release them so that we don't record an episode, and then Hunter Deckers gets caught for gambling, and then poof, there you go
1: uh tell everybody where to find you yeah that iowa state preview for everyone you might have a little uh there might be a little message before that preview uh begins but anyway at rambling rush twitter instagram at ryan and rush show ryan and i do our west virginia version uh west virginia focus show so please subscribe on youtube to that as well
2: you can uh you can find me at troy tuning on twitter it's just the full name no spaces uh I was going to say the the Iowa State preview is a bit funny because I may have been making a few picks assuming that there weren't going to be a few (laughs) starters playing in the game. So there could be some accuracy that now seems like it was planned.
0: Yeah, no, you, you you were spot on on that. And go check out our last episode where we did the film breakdown with Hunter Deckers rigging games. And shout out one last moment to the chat. Appreciate you guys being alive and well on Sunday. Yes, Rob shouting out Citadel Basketball. Remember, everybody, Citadel Basketball did beat Pitt on the money line two years ago to open up the season. So mm. one last eat shit Pitt reference because they suck ass. But you can find me at Moneyline underscore Mac where I'm probably uh, shitting on Pitt trolls left and right. That's, that's my part-time job. So, uh, yes, uh, go check out the college football experience, the FCS experience. Uh, what else we got the college basketball experience. We got uh, college basketball team conference previews gearing up here in a couple weeks. Uh, we all come together on YouTube on one umbrella, youtube.com slash the college experience. Um, that's all I got for us this Sunday evening with the big 12, the future remains bright. Looking forward to, uh, Seeing what happens next with UConn and Gonzaga, and those previews will be out all week. And uh, good luck, everybody, with whatever you're betting on these time of days. Football is coming, mm. let it ride.